This is X Factor Leadership with Ramon Newman on the Saving Brothers Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the Saving Brothers Podcast. My name is Ramon Newman. I'm this co-founder, CEO of New Mavericks. We're a leadership development consultancy based out of Los Angeles and Sydney, Australia. And we're really about helping leaders develop their leadership capacity to enhance and protect their progress, the progress of their team and their organization, and really have more support uh, for their environment, for what they envision. So in this podcast, we're going to go over the three keys that's going to allow you to have more leadership mastery in 2022. Now, obviously, the last couple of years have been a different paradigm to deal with. Uh, there's been a lot of shift away from, you know, actually working in a workplace to working remotely and all the challenges that brings. So everybody's had to grow in their own way. And uh, out of this uh, experience, it's ultimately a very positive experience uh, if we look at it that way. And we've identified over the last couple of years uh, working with leaders, you know, some of the key things that allows them to have more mastery of their leadership. So we've been working with CEOs, mostly in public-listed companies, companies on the stock exchange over the last 20 years. And we've helped a company go from $1 billion to $7 billion in the space of seven years. And even just the end of last year, we had one of our top clients uh, close a $1.1 billion merger acquisition after a year of kind of looking for that deal and then getting uh, deflected uh, in the middle of the year from a deal that wasn't really working out. They weren't getting the cooperation they wanted. Uh, and he was encouraged to keep persisting with them, but he decided that, you know, it wasn't really flowing. So he just kind of stepped back and allowed a new deal to surface. And so it had a very positive effect uh, on the company. It was a major coup for the company. The investors really supported it and very positively, and it reflected accordingly in the share price also. And he actually sent us an email the day after uh, they achieved this. And he said, I'd like to thank you both, my business partner, Paulo D'Angelo, and myself, uh, for your assistance uh, to me over 2021. Uh, you really have made a difference in the way I conduct myself in the CEO role, as well as how I live with the role. So what are the keys that really make a difference in how you conduct yourself and live with your role as a CEO uh, of yourself, of your household, of your team, of your organization, of your company, uh, maybe even leading a city or a state or a country. So what are these key three things? So we're going to go through them one by one. And I'm going to give you also a foundation to really uh, allowing these qualities to come out of you more spontaneously, more naturally. So the first one is the ability to really remain balanced mentally, emotionally, and physically. And the reason why this is so important is because more balance allows you to really feel more at ease with yourself so you can really truly believe uh, in yourself and trust yourself in what you have to do. And no matter what circumstance that you're in, because there can be extremely positive circumstances, which can be very exciting, but we don't want to lose balance in those situations also. Uh, and there's extremely negative situations where we definitely have to remain very balanced mentally, emotionally, and physically. So being balanced 
uh, really allows you to not get caught up in so many details. And this is one of the biggest problems we find in leadership is just CEOs get themselves or leaders get themselves absorbed in too many details, trying to handle too many details, and that really limits them. And it's by letting go of some of the details, allowing yourself to delegate uh, the details to other people that are competent in, in doing that, that it really allows you to remain balanced because you have the greatest responsibility if you're a leader in any shape or form, but you don't want to have to bear all of the responsibility. So it's the ability to kind of let go of some of the details of your responsibility that you don't really have to uh, be all over and allowing others to step in. So the pillars for balance are two things. Uh, purification, the ability to be able to purify and dissolve stresses and vices like greed and anger and jealousy and lust and vanity and false attachments to things that are not really real, uh, fears and doubts, right? The more you can purify some of these things, then the more progress unfolds in a more superfluid and frictionless way. Now, we're going to give you at the end of this podcast uh, a couple of things, a few resources, uh, books and courses that you can dive into to really understand how to purify and also, you know, some of the other keys are going to be also practically applied in some of these things I'm going to suggest at the end. So the other pillar to balance is coherence. Coherence is the ability to be orderly, to have that balanced thinking, that have that brain physiology that is able to see the whole picture and the finer details. And they found that world-class athletes, business leaders, musicians, when they're performing at their best, making their best decisions, they have a unique style of uh, brain functioning. And it's called global alpha coherence. Now, what that means in layman's terms is there's a lot of synchronicity and coherence and orderliness between all hemispheres of your brain. Your ability to think logically, your ability to think creatively, your ability to integrate the two, and you know, have that unifying thought and thinking and feeling and communication that really brings you together, that brings people together, uh, that allows you to not overwork or underwork. There's a balance between your ability to just take action and then also recover and rest and also your ability to give and receive. You know, a lot of leaders are very conditioned uh, to want to command and control based on giving and, and leaders are always wanting to give, good leaders, uh, but sometimes that, you know, that giving, they don't open themselves up to that receiving part, which is more allowing yourself to uh, be supported uh, not always having to feel like you have to give, but also allowing yourself to receive support and being able to listen what is coming back from your environment. And that balance between your thinking and feeling, not getting overly uh, analytical about things, not overly emotionalizing things, just like there's a nice balance between what you think and what you feel. And there's a, a coherence that your thinking is supporting your feeling, your feeling supporting your thinking. So that's the first key is the ability to remain mentally, emotionally, and physically balanced. The next key is really uh, knowing what you and others really want and why. Now, this really comes out of the first one. You know, the more you can be in that balanced state, the more likely you're able to tune in to what you really want, what others really want, and why. And the more you know this, the more you can actually give yourself uh, and others what you and they want, you know, and that's the end of the day. 
That's what we're all about. That's what leadership's about. That's what business is about. That's what life is about. It's the ability to fulfill what we want to, and based on that, being able to fulfill what others want. And that ensures that you know we get support for what we want also. So the key pillars for this is the ability to be in what we call the leadership state. Uh, that's the first pillar. The leadership state is being awake and alert to what is the truth. What is the truth of a situation? Because the truth always triumphs in the end. And the more in tune with that truthful value of things, then the more you're able to avert problems and issues and threats and dangers before they arise and see opportunities as they arise. Now, in order to support that, you can be cognizant of what's truthful and what we need to do and what is required, but it's also your capacity to be able to act on that and fulfill that and handle the situation that you may be in, be it very great possibilities and and positivity uh, and achievement or great negativity and challenges that you're facing. So the more that you have more of this leadership state and the capacity to handle things, then the more you're able to know and fulfill what you want and you know why you want to fulfill that. So that's the second one, knowing really what you and others want and why. The third key to really having more mastery of leadership in 2022 is being passionately, purposefully, and practically strategic in utilizing the resources you already have available to you. So the more you can take stock of your resources, be it your own internal skills, be it assets that you have, be it uh, connections that you have, be it marketing collateral, be it finances, then the more you can actually utilize these to fulfill what you want. Sometimes we think we We need all these things, but we don't take stock of what we already have that can support us in taking the next step to fulfilling what we want as leaders. So the pillars to being purposefully and passionately and practically strategic is the ability to take right action. You know, when you know what you have, then you're able to act on what you have spontaneously, timely, and utilize what you have in a very evolutionary and life-supporting way. And the more you're able to do this, the more you're able to create what we call deserving power for yourself. Now, we pretty much know that we don't always get what we want, but we certainly get what we deserve. And so the more that we're able to take good actions, utilize the resources that we have, bring the value of those resources to other people, then the more that raises our positive energy, the more the market wants to reciprocate back to us because we're giving value to the market. We have that good merit. You know, we always know when a team or a company does really well, the bottom line is they deserved it. And why did they deserve it? Well, they took more of those spontaneous right actions, utilizing what they have and giving what they have. So that is the third pillar, being passionately, personally, and practically strategic and utilizing the resources that you have. Now, the overall foundation to these three pillars is really developing your consciousness that really raises the quality of your thinking and your decision-making and therefore your ability to create income and revenues for yourself and your company. Now, what is consciousness? Well, consciousness is that which allows us to be aware of 
things, aware of what is. Consciousness, that which is aware of itself. And that's really what you want. When you're aware of how you're affecting yourself, how you're affecting others, how others are affecting you, then the more you're able to navigate in a more orderly way. So we can look at consciousness as being like the ocean that surrounds the iceberg. So the iceberg, you know, we all know that one quarter of that iceberg is above the water, three quarters is, a, is below the water. So the one quarter above the water is like the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is what we use to practically deal with life through our senses. The subconscious mind, which is that three quarters under the iceberg, is really, you know, what we kind of imagine, what we think about, we dream, some of the conditioning and patterns that we have, good or bad. And that kind of drives our conscious thinking also has a very powerful influence on what we do consciously. Now, where does that foundation come from? The subconscious mind, it comes from consciousness, which is that ocean. The iceberg itself couldn't be constructed or built without the water, without the ocean, right? So the ocean of consciousness is like a field of all possibilities. And the more you're able to connect to that field of all possibilities, the more you're able to see better possibilities and see what is the best possibility. So developing consciousness is a very important thing. And how do we develop consciousness? Well, we take our mind, our attention. We go beyond the conscious mind, the subconscious mind. We get connected to that field of consciousness. So we talk about more of this in our programs that I'll mention at the end of this podcast. So, you know, you are consciousness. Fundamentally, we're all made of consciousness. We can't exist without consciousness. It upholds everything. It pervades everything. And so we create most powerfully when we have that thinking from consciousness where thoughts come from in the first place. So the more you're able to pick up a thought at its early stages from that field of consciousness, the more powerful it is. And I have a saying that, well, first of all, you may have heard the saying that uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Well, that's true on one level. On another level, consciousness eats culture and strategy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, because the more consciousness you have, the more you're able to create a better culture, which then creates a better strategy. So we're getting to consciousness through transcending, going back to the source of thought. Uh, and by going to the source of thought, you really create uh, the reality uh, through that right thought, which gives you that right action to protect and enhance your progress. So consciousness is that value which strengthens your mind. So you're not so much of a football to circumstances and people. And this is when we know we're in control of our leadership, where we're not so affected by what's going on in the market, what other people are doing. Uh, we just have that strength of mind from within to be focused on what's really important for us to keep evolving. And so the stronger the mind we have, because we're more connected to the source of the mind and that field of consciousness, then that really upholds our mental and physical health, uh, our wealth, and really having good support from our environment by being in tune with what is evolutionary. You know, when we violate certain things, natural laws, like when we don't get enough rest, then we have to take time and energy to correct that and restore balance. So when we have good health, mental health, physical health, that means that we're coherent. We're able to be coherent. We're orderly and we're able to therefore make those good decisions. So with more consciousness, then the mind is able to reflect more deeply and more profoundly before you're actually deciding. So it's that moment before deciding that is so important, you know, that the state that you're in, that you're picking up on the right thinking before you're deciding. 
So the other value of consciousness is that it's a tremendous purifier of problems and it's, an, it's a great way to identify opportunities. You know, we've all had those experiences where we're dealing with a problem or we're not sure which opportunity to pursue and we kind of let go and we allow our mind to relax a little bit more. And then all of a sudden we realize, oh, I just have to do that to solve the problem. I just have to do this to, to capture the right opportunity. So it's the quality of your consciousness. You know, we're aware of waking, dreaming, and sleeping states of consciousness, which are the relative states that we operate through our senses. But we want to go beyond just those three relative states because they're limited. We want to be in that more unbounded consciousness, that transcendental consciousness that is, has the source of more energy and therefore more clarity and more creativity. So it's consciousness that, again, creates the quality of your thoughts and the quality of your thoughts create the quality of you. And there is a, a real correlation they're finding between yourself and your thoughts. You know, whatever we're thinking is creating biochemistry in our body and that's making us feel what we feel. So the more we're awake to those good thoughts, the more that's going to transpire into good actions, good hormones, good energy, which then we have good clarity to decide and make decisions with because we are a byproduct of our thinking you know and so the more that we have consciousness then the more we have better thinking and the more that we're in that great state in that great leadership state so you know the consciousness is ultimately supporting right action what is truthful for everyone and again as i mentioned before truth is ultimately what triumphs the more we're able to realize what is the truth of the situation, what is the truth for ourselves, what is the truth for others, then the more we're protected, the more we like to be victorious. And victoria, being victorious is different from just winning. Victorious means everyone wins. Winning just means maybe you or a few win. But ultimately, if you really want great support, great protection as a leader and really have more leadership mastery, you want to be victorious for everyone, for everyone's sake. So that's pretty much it. For this podcast and I want to encourage you give you a few resources here to kind of support you with these three keys uh, the first one is a couple of uh, books the first one is actually our book that called the science of protection how leaders gain an unfair advantage to create stellar success by myself uh, Paula D'Angelo and our co-author Sarah Deal and you can actually find that that book it should be in the Saving Brothers uh, products section and you can get it there uh, or you maybe also, if you need to, get it through Amazon. Uh, another book I recommend on this value of consciousness is called One Unbounded Ocean of Consciousness. Uh, subtitle is Simple Answers to the Big Questions in Life by Dr. Tony Nader. Fantastic book that really goes into what consciousness is and how it can really uplift and be the foundation for improving all areas of your life and your leadership. And then in terms of courses, practical programs that can help you Im implement uh, what we've been talking about here in this podcast, we have the Clear to Lead program. You can find this in the Saving Brothers courses section on the website. I'll put the link below. And then that's kind of the, the, the base course. And then a more advanced, more uh, lengthy course we have is called Next Level Leadership Mastery Program. And I'll put the link to that course also so you can check that out. So that's it for me here. And uh, I look forward to the next podcast next month. And looks like uh, I'm going to talk about the number one hidden enemy in leadership that must be conquered in order for you to be victorious and well protected in your leadership. Until then, stay well and much protected and enhanced progress in all ways.
This has been a Saving Brothers podcast. Thanks for listening.